Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about calm waters of your soul. Uh, So, you know, we tend to look at life and say um, these things are happening because of X, Y, and Z. When in reality, if we don't calm our thinking brain and really check in with our, our soul, and ask ourselves some reflective questions, we might be missing what the true cause is. So I'm going to share with you a little bit about that, talk a little bit about how you can get to a place where you can have kind of still waters in your soul, and then ask yourself some questions that really can guide your your future. So uh, you may want to write some of these down. You do not have to, uh, but I hope that you enjoy this, okay? Awesome. So I know I talk a lot about reflection all the time and, you know, I had somebody ask me the other day, man, you, you just ask all these really tough questions, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, because reflection is imperative to changing your thinking and learning and growing, you know, taking in new knowledge doesn't necessarily help you grow reflecting on maybe something that you just experienced, or maybe you did take in a a piece of knowledge. So you you read something in a book or you listened to a podcast or having a conversation with a friend and you learned something different, right? So you took in that different piece of information, but now asking yourself something as simple as what does this mean to me? Or what do I want to do with this? Or how do I feel about this? that reflection really begins to change your thinking and you begin to have a new life because of the question that you asked and the, and the time that you gave yourself to allow an answer to come rather than that new piece of information. So, you know, we, we live in a world that's kind of full of illusion all the time. And unless you are becoming more reflective, you don't see that. So one great example is, Uh, you know, there, there's the law of cause and effect. Now we tend to think that, you know, A causes B and, and B causes C. So therefore A, B, C, right? When in reality, there is so much happening that we don't know about. We, we try as humans to really have a, um, a great, um, logical explanation for everything, right? When in reality, there are forces and factors that are not in our control or even our awareness. So uh, a great example of this would be, I've really been studying the moon and, and the gravitational pull that the moon has on us. Now, my background is in education, so I already know this. And those of you who are teachers, you know this too. Now, when there's a full moon and, and the thing I found out about the full moon is that is when the energy is the, the highest. It's, it's the largest or biggest frequency, if you will. So there's a pull, right? It not only, you know, affects our tides, but it affects our kids. They're very sensitive to that. Uh, and so, you know, we tend to think, oh my goodness, these kids are just out of control today. And then as a teacher or some of my friends who are also in the medical field and also the mental health field, they know this too. Oh yeah. You look at the calendar, you're like, oh, it's a full moon. Yep. That makes perfect sense. Okay. So we want to look at the logical progression when in reality, there may be things that we're just unaware of 
that are causing different effects in our life. So when you are more reflective, when you take this kind of inventory, if you will, um, you know, thinking about doing an inventory of the relationships that you have, uh, how do these people help you in your life? How do they hinder you in your life? How do you feel when you're around them? Uh, one of the greatest questions I, I always ask, uh, I've done this for years is when I am done kind of hanging out with somebody, let's say, you know, I ask myself, how do I feel now? Do I feel better because I was with that person or do I feel worse? Now, you know, everybody has a bad day. And so there are some times when you're just like, yep, that person's having a rough day. Right. But in general, you know, ask yourself, how do I feel with this person? And if the answer is always, I feel yucky, you know, there's, there's a reason for that. And, and you may want to find the reason, or you may just want to say, yeah, okay. I think I need to limit this. Right. I do this all the time with work too. I have come to a realization because of, uh, the last year and a half or so with changes in my business, I have dozens of different classes and courses and challenges and things that are online. I love it. So there are certain courses and classes that I've done for years, probably the last 10, 15 years, and they just keep getting requested, which I'm, I'm happy about. However, I was getting really bored. And because I was putting so much energy and attention into that, I wasn't creating new content, which meant that, you know, I wasn't doing something fun and other people weren't getting the best of me. So getting those things recorded and putting it in a format that people can watch and listen to and experience on their own time frame, it really is a win-win-win for me. And just recently, as things are starting to kind of open up in, in um, the world in general, uh, you know, we've had a lot of conversations with different people about trainings that are coming up. And some of them, they're wanting to be live and some of them, they're wanting to be live in person. And now I'm having to think about how do I want to handle this? So a great example is uh, several weeks ago, I did a live training of a, a class I've already done a recording on and I said yes to it. And I wasn't real sure why I said yes to it, honestly. But after I got done, one of the first things I thought of was never again. <laughs> because I realized I just spent two, almost three hours repeating something that I've already done. And I realized, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And so saying yes to this piece of work really brought me to that realization afterwards because I asked myself that reflective question, how do I feel? And I was like, actually, I feel really drained. I don't feel like that was a good use of my time. And so now it's really guiding some of the things I'm doing in my work. So one reflective question is going to change how I do things so that I can serve people at a higher level. Same thing with any sort of belief that you come across. You know, the other day I, I had this um, situation where I was driving to uh, the middle school to pick up my daughter. Now, because of COVID, I haven't been there all year. Uh, and I, it's, it's a weird kind of way to get there. There's, there's a couple different ways. There's the, the very easy way, but it's longer. And there's the, the shorter way, but it's harder to remember. And I tend to get lost. And so I was driving the shorter way there. 
And I realized I had a thought on the way there that said, oh, you'll have to take the long way home because you won't remember how to get back this way. And I challenged that belief right away. And I said, nope, we're not doing that. We're going back the, the short way. And, you know, now I'm going to challenge myself that when I take that path, go the short way until you, you've got it. And then you won't ever forget it again. So the, the noticing that I was having that belief and saying, nope, I don't want that. Um, what do you want instead? I want to, I want to be in control. I don't want my fear to be in control, right? So one little question, what do you want instead? It really has, is helping me to live a life of design. So something that I choose rather than default. So something where fear is taking over. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not just keeping all of my relationships or all of my work or all of the beliefs that I've gathered up until this point. Everything is always up for grabs. So this is how we live a life by design. Now, some people are not sure. They're not sure what they want, right? You're, you're not sure what you want in relationships, work, or, or just in general in life. Let me share with you one example of a way that you can get sure. It might seem a little weird, especially if you're not um, uh, an outdoorsy nature type of person. Believe me, I, you know, up until the last year or so, I would say that about myself, that I'm not outdoorsy or nature type of any kind. I am learning to be, and I'm actually really appreciating it. So the one way that you can do is, is you need to get grounded. So you need to feel the energy of earth. Instead of being inside in a building, you need to get outside in nature. There's something about feeling the energy in nature that allows you to connect to your soul again. Okay. Not in your head where you can overanalyze things, but really in your soul and your heart couple things. One, just sitting outside and letting, you know, noticing the wind on you. Um, two, you can actually go and, and touch a tree or maybe pick up a rock, right? Just, just kind of sit there. Um, campfires are wonderful because you're outside, but you're experiencing that fire element as well. Um, getting outside every day, if you can, and ha walking barefoot for at least three minutes, um, getting your feet or your hands in the dirt, all of that is going to allow you to connect to nature. You're going to be able to listen at a deeper level. Okay. So really what you want to be doing, um, is you want to be noticing what's in, in nature, but you also want to just calm that thinking mind down because it's the, the thinking mind that can get us in trouble sometimes. Um, listen to nature, observe it. We have, I can't even tell you how many, um, types of birds here and different animals. It's just been amazing to kind of connect with that. Um, and observe yourself. How do you feel? Right? How do you feel? One of the things I often think about too, is that, you know, if you truly, truly want to know yourself, you know, think about, uh, looking at yourself in the mirror. You can do the same thing in a body of water. If the body of water is still, you can really see yourself well. Now, if it's got ripples or waves of any kind, if it's got any sort of tension, you're not going to be able to see yourself well. And so what you're trying to do is the soul version of, of having quiet waters so that you can really, truly see yourself. 
what works well for you, what doesn't work well for you, what is your heart calling you, you towards, okay? Because you are here on this earth for a reason, okay? So you don't want to be doing the same thing over and over and over again just because. You really want to get to that place where you are in charge um, and you're doing the thing that is calling you, right? Because this world needs you to do that thing. It doesn't need you to do the thing that everybody else is doing. Okay. One of the first thoughts I thought of with this whole idea with my, my business was, man, that that's how I used to do it before. And that's how people are kind of used to it and I'm serving them. So, so maybe I should do that. And then I thought, no, uh, we can do a new thing. And, and I'm going to set myself apart from other people in this field. And that's how I'm going to do it. So, you know, for you, a couple questions you might think about, you know, who lights you up when you are with people? So maybe there's somebody at work that, you know, just you, you have maybe a tangential relationship. Maybe you see them in the, uh, in the lunchroom or, or you pass them in the morning, but there's something about them that just you're drawn to them, right? Or you go to a networking meeting and you don't know why, but that guy across the room, he just, he says some things that make you think. Or, you know, um, a, a friend that you don't know too well, but you, you feel like, oh my gosh, I think that's a, one of my people, right? Who lights you up? What do um, you do at work that you absolutely love that if you were not paid to do, you would still do it? Um, what are some hobbies that you love to do? Uh, hobbies are, are, are excellent. I've got friends that have all kinds of amazing hobbies. And, you know, when we're talking about uh, creating a side gig or, or, or having some unemployed or some monies coming in, um, one thing I always ask is, what do you love to do in your, your spare time? Because if that lights you up and you're good at it, go out, do that thing, right? And it, it will make money just because of the sheer energy that you bring to it. Every, any idea will work. Listen, there's a guy out there making multiple millions of dollars building chicken coops and running a community for people who, who like chickens. So if you think your, you know, um, you know, arts and crafts idea or your, your weird little niche of sci-fi fiction, uh, books is weird. Don't worry about it. You could probably make some money on it. Okay. You just have to find the other weird people in life that, that also love that. And then, you know, what are, what's a secret longing that you might have? Um, what, what's something in the back of your mind that you just feel like you've always wanted to do, but for one reason or another, you couldn't. So really think about that because, you know, you look at your life and, and say, yeah, my life is good, but, but it's not, you're not happy. You're not joyful. You're not that high energy person, um, willing to go out into the world. And that's affecting you. It's affecting your family, your friends, your community. And when you are, are doing the things that really light you up, guess what? It's also going to, going to affect you, your family, your friends, your community. Okay. So just kind of get into this mode of, of trying to find a place where you can have calm waters in your soul. So get out into nature, close your eyes, try to turn your thinking brain off and, and 
ask yourself, how do you feel more often? And what would you like instead? Use those powers of reflection for your good. All right. So uh, one thing I will uh, invite you to, if you're not already, we have over 400 members. So chances are many of our listeners are already a member of our um, private Facebook group. But if you're interested in uh, being a part of a group that Honestly, there's no expectations here. I I try to post at least three times a day, very inspirational, encouraging quotes, uh, questions, uh, memes that you can uh, copy, paste, uh, give them to your group if that's what you want. But if you're interested in uh, a really uplifting kind of a place, I would highly suggest this group. So I'll put the link in the descriptions and you can go and find us uh, and just answer the questions there and, and you'll be automatically approved. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.